Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to another episode. I think it's episode 22 of the Fulfillment Podcast, where we pursue diligently to discover a better you by finding fulfillment in life, relationship, and finance. This episode, I want to talk about. So, like I said before, my uh, episodes really go by what's kind of going on in my life at the time. So, this episode, what's on my mind at the time, is uh, letting go of limiting beliefs what that means, how like a limiting belief like holds you back and, and what it is so you can identify it and how that can kind of like change things, the way you see stuff, the way you see yourself, uh, the way you see opportunities, all those kind of stuff, all those kind of things as they interact in your life. So uh, without further ado, we're going to start this one. All right. So limiting beliefs are by definition, something that limits or inhibits you from growth or success. Okay. So what that means is you ever feel like, um, I know I talked about it a little bit before and I just, I want to dive into it this time because I specifically want to touch on what it means in terms of finding a mentor and what mentorship looks like, um, in regards to having a limiting belief, because sometimes you can get in these ruts and that's, this is the, this is the hardest part I'm going to say about, um, entrepreneur lifestyle and moving in a direction different than anybody else, right? Pursuing a a direction or a path that's different than anyone. Um, Not specifically, I guess, to entrepreneurship, but I think it has a lot to do with it. I mean, you can obviously, depending on anything that you're trying to do, find a mentor, find somebody that uh, can guide you along the path that you're trying to pursue. I'm big into real estate and then I have a couple other businesses as well. So my mentors, I have mentors in kind of like all aspects of different things that I do. Um, what, <laughs> so what I'm touching on specifically and why I'm bringing up limiting beliefs and how they can affect you in terms of mentorship is because I currently still do not, to say I have a mentor who is doing, has done, and is going in the places that I've been to so somebody where I can call a text or uh, just reach out to at any point. I won't really necessarily say I have that. And for me, that's a struggle, right? It's a, it's a personal struggle that I have been dealing with in terms of how do I fill the void of having a circle that talks about growth, understands um, success and fulfillment and trying to just pursue diligently what your dreams are, right? And, and going down that path. Um, it's, it's tough because everybody you meet doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to be a great mentor. Um, there's a few different people that I've reached out to, and I think it was like the last episode or maybe it was a couple ago, where I talked about um, a couple people that I've reached out to, and it turns out that they just kind of gave me some advice, not really along the lines of what uh, of where I was trying to go, almost like they just didn't understand where I was trying to go. They thought I was trying to do X, so they gave me advice in relation to X, but in reality, I was actually trying to go to Y, right? They, they just thought I was trying to get rich and do my own thing, um, following, you know, someone else's coattails. And I think that there was a lesson learned in that in terms of you don't have to listen to or follow necessarily everything that other people say, right? So it's all about knowing, knowing the direction that you want to go, having a clear and defined goal on what you're trying to achieve. And don't be afraid of your goal changing, right? Your goals can shift to just be refined. Uh, Maybe that's a better word, refining. But your goals and stuff can be refined as you go forward, right? I was in a weekend-long mastermind with Grant Cardone um, here in Denver. And over the weekend, right, he... So this this episode is getting released on Monday. Over the weekend, 
um, a bunch of stuff happened, right? It was a really great mastermind. Grant Cardone is a solid, solid dude. I'd love to have him on the show. Grant, if you hear this, love to have you on the show, buddy. Um, but regardless, Grant's an awesome dude, super transparent, very, very honest, direct. Um, I think that obviously will rub some people the wrong way, but if you're listening to this, then you're already in a different headspace than somebody that's going to be offended by that stuff. So Grant Cardone, solid dude, very transparent, very honest, very upfront. Um, he is not just on the financial side while he is very successful financially, um, in real estate, you know, aspect too. He's also very in tune uh, emotionally. And if you're listening to the podcast, you understand how important that is. Being in tune emotionally to who you are and what that means, you know, emotionally and spiritually, how that those two combine and how it, um, it can project a, a lifestyle. And if you understand that, it can change your world, right? It completely changes your life. He, uh, he talked about a story of when he met his wife, right? He was living in... Um, he was living in California, and for some odd reason, I think he took a job down in um, in L.A., which if you're not in the real estate business, there's really no reason for you to be in L.A. Well, or real estate business. Yeah, I'm crazy, but um, not the real estate business. More of the, uh, the movie production kind of scene, right, the Hollywood scene. And he wasn't in that, so it was kind of weird. Well, his wife wanted to be with somebody who was in the film industry, and he was not somebody that was that way. Now, she was everything for him, right? She was checking all the blocks for him, but he was not for her. And it was just kind of unique how everything happened and worked out to the point where they ended up getting together. And, and it worked, right? It's the concept of him being able to let go of that limiting belief, telling him that he was in a place that he shouldn't have been and all this stuff. He recognized that, right? And when he talked about the story over the weekend, he talked about, he's like, you know what? Like, I just feel like I'm told to be here and I need to be here. And this is the place that I'm supposed to be in my life right now. And it's funny how things work out, right? Um, at the same time, his wife was also able to let go of limiting beliefs that she may have had that were holding onto her about who her future spouse was going to be about the ideas that she had created about him and all that kind of stuff and run with Grant on his, you know, beautiful journey that he's going on, um, creating the lifestyle and, and the family and everything that he's doing, because, if she would have held on to what she was doing, she would have turned him down in a way. And she wouldn't have the crazy, amazing life right now that she's got that I know she's super happy about. Um, doesn't mean there's no you know difficulties or turmoils or struggles or anything, but they stick together through all that stuff and they understand supporting each other and wanting to be together. So it's really cool hearing somebody that's um, as successful as he is and hearing that he has normal people problems and he sees things with the same kind of attitude and mentality that you need to um, in order to kind of put yourself in a different mindset to be this successful person and to be able to let go of things that hold you back, right? It's really cool because I think when I first started this journey um, a couple of years ago, I learned, or I, I at least I thought that rich and successful people were, were assholes, they were, um, they were rude, they were arrogant, they were... They had, you know, high egos about themselves, about who they were and who they could talk to. Like they wouldn't give you the time of day and all this stuff, right? Now, while that may be true for some people, I would say for the majority of people in that realm of the world are not that way. Most of them are very personable people. Most of them are very, very cool people. I, uh, I met um, one of John Travolta's neighbors and he was a super awesome guy, really down to earth dude. Um, he runs a major parts manufacturing company for automobiles and the guy is a super chill guy, super, super chill guy. I sat next to him the first day of the, sh of the uh, conference. 
So it's it's just really cool, and they and they have the same problems that everyone else does, right? Kids don't pay attention, or they're acting out, or they're growing up and being disobedient, you know, like all these things. And it's cool listening and, and hearing that they're they're normal people. They have the same normal people problems. They just they've taken chances. These are the people that have taken chances in life and in business, and that has allowed them to grow to the level of which they're sitting in that room talking about million dollar businesses, right? $22 million business, $40 million businesses, $100 million business. You know, these guys are big time players in the space. So it's really, really cool to surround yourself and get to meet those people, but also learn that they have that same, I think the biggest thing, right? Getting back to what I was saying earlier is I thought those people all had like certain egos about themselves and you learn that they're also like of the same spiritual and um, emotional kind of connection right? I think a lot of things that we miss a lot of times in life is the ability to see bigger and to think bigger and to, to do bigger. And over the last shit, I'd say probably nine months, six, nine months, I've really let go of a lot of limiting beliefs of myself. Well, I haven't let go of everything, right? I still have a lot to deal with and a lot that I'm going through, but I've understood that, um, like I would, I would never have done like yoga or meditation before. Now it's a part of my daily routine. Now I wake up, I, I write a list of my goals that I'm still trying to achieve, right? And it's usually the same three every single time, but I write down the goals of the things I'm trying to achieve. And then I just focus, I wake up, I focus, I meditate, and I just try and like center myself, right? I, it's not even like thinking about anything, but it's just understanding that you're spending time to kind of center yourself and, and bring yourself together so that you're not um, just waking up in a cloud of dust and kind of just going through the day in a frantic, hectic way where you've never had that chance to kind of settle, organize, and then get started on things. And it, and it brings you, it, it really does. It really centers and it, it makes me feel a lot better. Well, the cool thing is, is that these people, right? These guys, they're doing the same things. They're at the same level that I'm at, which is amazing because I never would have thought that that was the case. I would have thought that these people never in their lifetime would ever be doing these kind of things, right? They would never be meditating. They'd never be listening um, to these, you know, awesome podcasts and putting out incredible content based around like treating your family right and being there for the right people and spiritually centering yourself and letting go of limiting beliefs and, re you know, letting go of ego, breaking, you know, thoughts and concepts that you're holding on to, releasing toxic people from your life, cutting out dead weight, you know, all these things that are like holding you back, all these things that I talk about in the podcasts all of these things break down into the same stuff that they're talking about. And I think that was a really cool realization point for me is understanding that they all think the same way. So it's almost like, what's the common denominator, right? I start thinking about, it, I'm like, what's the common denominator between everybody in this room? And then what's different about that and everybody else that essentially isn't in that room, right? What's, that's, like, what's the difference between the 1% and 99%? And I'm kind of noticing a trend in terms of, it looks like it's getting to the point where there's a lot of people that allow victimhood into their life and they, they feel like the outside world is influencing them. There's nothing they can do. And they're, they're relating back to these limiting beliefs that people have put on them uh, since they were a child, right? Like, I'm not good at this, or I can't do that, or I don't want to take that risk. I'm not a risk-taking person, right? All these things are limiting beliefs that people hang on to. I just talked to my sister um, a week ago. My, my oldest sister had her third and we've kind of been doing like a cycle. We've all kind of been visiting all my siblings. So I got a I got a day with uh, with one of my sisters, and she's at this phase in her life where I I really think she needs to move out of the house. Right? She's living at home, needs to move out of the house. Well, I had a talk with her, and I'm like, why haven't you 
done anything yet with with getting out of the home. We've been talking about this for like two years now, and you're still living at the house. Like, when is enough enough, and when are you going to do it? And I, um, like I say with relationships, right? You can predict kind of you you know in the back of your head if you genuinely care about the person what it is that they're thinking and what's going through their head, right? So I told her I'm like. Is it that you think you just can't do it? Like you don't have the money and you don't have the ability to do it and you've never done it before. So you don't know where to start. And she was like, Oh yeah, that's, that's actually kind of like exactly it. I'm like, all right, so let's solve these problems and let's do it. So we talked and we went through it and we talked about what she needs to do as first steps and second steps and all that kind of stuff. And, um, one of the things I told her is that I, I'm like, Brianna, do you ever heard that story of where God says, you know, I've sent you three, the guy shows up at the pearly gates dead, right? Some, somebody dies, shows up at the pearly gates and God, um, he says, God, you know, I was in this terrible storm down there and I, I thought you were going to come save me. Why, why didn't you ever come help me out? And God says, Hey dummy, I sent you three life rafts and you never took a single one of them. Right. He was sitting down there in the storm and, um, he's in the water ship capsizes. He's floating or he's, uh, swimming around in the water in the middle of the storm. And a ship comes up and they're like, hey, we're here to help you. Come on, let's go. And he's like, no, don't worry. God will save me. So they're like, okay. So the ship, first ship goes. The second one comes by, you know, a few hours later. Hey, we're here to help you. Come on, let's go. No, don't worry. God will save me. I'll be okay. All right. And then they leave. And then the third one comes. And they're like, we're here to help. And he dismisses the boat. And the boat goes on. And the guy ends up drowning and dying. Um, regardless, right? And then he gets to the pearly gates and he tells God, why did you not save me? And he's like, hey, idiot, I sent you fucking three boats. What are you waiting for? You know? So the moral of the story with her is I've, I've been talking to her about getting this house a long time. Well, it's kind of funny because when I had that conversation with her, we got serious and we started looking and getting her pre-approved kind of like for a loan to show her that it's real and she can actually do it so she can start looking for homes. Well, she apparently had had this conversation with two other people or at least one other person earlier that day, my brother-in-law apparently had had that conversation with her when she was there staying with him. And I told her when we were in the car, I'm like, Brianna, I'm your last boat, right? You heard this story, right? I'm the last boat. I'm coming. Well, when she was on the plane, she sent me a, uh, a screenshot or not a screenshot. I think she just took a picture. She was reading a book and that story came up in her book and she's like, holy shit, it's a sign. I'm like, I'm telling you, Bri, I'm your last life raft. Are you going to take it or not? And, uh, and I think that was a really cool realization point. But it's a, it's a, the bigger purpose and the bigger point to this is letting go of the limiting beliefs, like her letting go of the thought and the concept that she's, she's supposed to live at home, she's supposed to save money, and she's supposed to you know do that until she meets a guy. I'm like, Bree, you got to let go of that concept and that idea because if you do that, you're only holding yourself back. Like that's not the flow that the universe that God's trying to take you on. That's not the path that you're trying to take. You are constructing this world based on what you think is supposed to happen, not what God wants for you to happen. And when you put things in perspective like that, same things with my mother, right? I have to do the same things with her. But when you put things in perspective like that for somebody and you're like, you're creating this reality for yourself right now based on the reality that you think is supposed to happen, not what God or the universe is creating for you, not what the best version of you is supposed to do. And they're like, oh shit. And that's what letting go of a limiting belief really is. 
you're holding on to what this reality, what this concept is of what you think is supposed to happen, what you think somebody is supposed to do. If your kids are acting up or doing something um, crazy or they're growing up in a different way than you'd want them to, think of it like this. You are trying to keep them contained, create this personality, create this persona for who you think they are supposed to be. In reality, their best path may be somebody totally different. They may have to go through some struggles. They may have to be thrown in jail. They may have to use some drugs in order to get to the point where they break and then they get cleaned up and their life is completely transformed. Whereas if they took your path, they may continue to be this rebel and they may actually go down a darker, deeper path in the long run. It, it holds the same things true with, with business and everything else that's going on. And that's kind of why I'm tying this back. I want to tie this back into it. me finding a, finding a mentor and finding a mentorship the mentor does not have to be somebody that I think they are. And I, I think I've been doing that, right? I think I want a specific person. I think I want a certain type of person that can do a certain type of thing with me, right? I want somebody that I can talk to and text, you know, whenever I'm having a struggle or whenever I'm doing something good, I can bounce ideas off of when I'm going through like a rough patch and I can be like, hey, am I doing things right or whatever? And they can, they can kind of react with me and help me. I'm creating this path of what I want, but in reality, maybe that's not exactly what's going on. Maybe there's some different things that are going on and I'm learning some valuable lessons and I'm going to be the best mentor, maybe for somebody else. And my mentor may not be somebody that's going to be in my life right now. Maybe there's somebody that comes down the road because there's some lessons that I still need to learn in order to become that like more perfect student, right? So it's, it's, un it's interesting understanding the way that you can think about things and the way these, you know, these conferences go and these million dollar people um, do businesses and the way they, <clears throat> the way they think about stuff because they think differently, I think, than the most most people that I interact with. And when you start surrounding yourself with people that continue to think that way, it's it is a, it's a very different reality. And I think understanding your ability to let go of people that aren't conducive to you, right, that are not going to help you grow and continue to project you forward in life, letting go of those people, even if that means being surrounded by nobody, even if that means being alone, you let go of the negativity, now you're alone, that's great. Now you leave the door open for the positivity, for the growth and the expansion. And that may not look exactly like the way you want it to, right? I've, I've been grasping on and trying to find a mentor for a while now. And the, the funny thing is, is maybe that is actually hurting me trying to find a mentor. Maybe the mentor is somebody that's going to come along just by happenstance, right? Just by meeting somebody at some certain point when I'm at a point in my career, in my life, that someone's going to show up and they'll be the right person for the job. Maybe I need to stop grasping out and reaching for somebody. And these are all realization points that I've had over this last weekend. I've, ha I've, I've come to these kind of like conclusions, even as we're sitting here talking right now, I'm kind of like coming to the conclusion that maybe I'm creating this, this persona, this reality for myself that may not be the best one for me. And I need to let go of that. I need to let go of that comprehension and that idea. And that, that'll put me on a better projection. Um, there's just, there's a lot of things to think about. And when you let go of the concept or the ideas or the things that you're thinking about and the way that you're creating these pathways in your head of the way things have to work, let go of those, break down the walls, let the, let everything happen as it's allowed to happen, as it's supposed to happen. Taoism, right? Allow the art of flow to just consume your life, to, to, to completely take over. Do your best in what you got. Do everything you can. But if something's going a certain way, don't fight it. Grow with it. Go in the direction that it's going. Take it. Run with it. And make it work for you.
right? Learn the lessons that you have in those, in those paths and in those um, outcomes as they come out for you. Because those are going to be, when you, when you start to embrace the changes and you embrace the things that happen in your life, you're, gonna, you're on your best path, right? I always talk about this, this, this hiking path. You're on a hiking path through the woods, and then all of a sudden your path changes directions. You can either change directions and stay on the path, or you can just continue to walk forward, and now you're off the path. You're starting to veer off the path. Well, when you do that, right, that's the same concept, I'm, and I'm putting this together t- literally as we, have this, as we have this talk, but I'm putting this all together at the same time, right, because it's, it's not easy to do. Sometimes we don't do it naturally because we're, we're like born and raised to not do this. But if you understand, as the path shifts and we continue to go straight because it's what we think is supposed to happen and it's what we think is the best thing for us, um, you, you veer off the path and you veer off that perfect direction in, in where you're supposed to go. And in order to stay on the path, you have to let go of these limiting beliefs that keep you going in the direction that you're going in. Because that's not the best thing for you, right? It's not always the best thing for you. You have to be able to let go of those things. So by understanding, sometimes you have to let go of the job or the career that you think you're supposed to have. The the perfect image of this girl that you you think you're supposed to be with. I always, for some reason, think I'm going to be with a brunette. I can tell you the last three girls I've dated have all been blondes. You know, it's just like, our, like you just sometimes you got to let go of these limiting beliefs that we have. And when you do that, you open the door for something beautiful to come into your life. Be it a girl, be it a relationship, be it uh, a job opportunity, be it entrepreneurship. Right? No matter what it may be. You open the door for these things that are amazing. And then if you continue to do that, right, like Grant Cardone says, if you continue to repeat successful actions and you do it over and over and over enough, you're going to notice the person you were at 1.0 is drastically different than the person you're at at 2.0. So it's it's very it's very empowering when you can let go of that. You, you retain, Grant actually talked about this um, at one point, but one person mentioned to him, freedom. You retain your freedom. Somebody, somebody said something to him. They're like, Grant, you're the most inspirational person that I've followed. And the biggest thing I think that reaches out to me is that you are free. It hits me that you are somebody who is completely free in life and you can do what you want, when you want, where you want, with who you want. And, and that really resonates with me. And I love that. You're just, you're free. You're no holds. You let go of a lot of things. And obviously he struggles, right? With, with hanging on to ideas and stuff and the limiting beliefs that he has, but he's very good at identifying it and letting it go as quickly as possible to stay on his path as it shifts. And the person recognized him or recognized that about him. And, uh, Grant talked about that a little bit. And I think that's very, very empowering. When you let go of the limiting beliefs that you hold for yourself, the who you're supposed to be, the where you're supposed to work, the the who you're supposed to be with, um, the jobs that you're supposed to have, right? When you let go of the things that are are holding you back, those those beliefs, when you let go of those things, you open the opportunity for a lot of beautiful stuff to come into your life. You retain freedom in your world. Now, I'm not saying do things you don't like because you're letting go of you know the reality of what you're supposed to do. Um, I, I don't I don't think that's the right action, right? Because I've had people tell me they're like, oh, well, maybe this isn't working out for you, and you need to go uh, you need to go do this instead, right? And you need to pretty much give up what you're trying to do, what you're trying to pursue, and <laughs> go take that 
somewhere else, go do it somewhere else and do it for someone else. And I'm like, I don't really want to work for someone else. It's not my thing anymore. Right. Spent seven fucking years in the army. Um, and I, I don't want to work for anyone else anymore. I can do this on my own and I know I can, and I need a mentor that gets behind that. Now, when I've talked to a couple different people who I thought would be great mentors and they've told me to go work for someone else, um, that, that was a struggle for me, right? It was hard because I thought they would be really, really good for me. And I wanted them to be really, really good for me. But that I knew in my heart was not the direction that I wanted to take. I would not feel fulfilled because I'd be going back to a similar lifestyle of what I had before, right? You don't want to, you don't want to ever regress. You don't want to go backwards. There's always something positive, a good lesson to learn or whatever going forward. So you never want to go backwards. And if, if you've identified that you are unhappy doing something. So for example, in my life, right, I was unhappy working for someone else. I wanted to, I'm at a point where I want to do it on my own. I want to work for myself and grow with myself and build a team around me and create just an amazing experience for everybody so that other people can enjoy a lifestyle of freedom as well. So in doing that, right, I've come across people who have told me to go back to work for other people and I don't want to, and it felt wrong, but I was kind of holding on to the limiting belief that they were somebody that was right and I needed a mentor. Maybe the thing that I'm supposed to learn from this whole thing is I don't need a mentor. Maybe I just need to surround myself with a tight circle of people who are solid and teach you things that you just, you could bounce ideas off each other. And maybe, maybe it's a group, it's a team instead of a single person, a single mentor. Maybe it's a team of people that bring you along, right? And maybe that's the lesson that I'm trying to learn from this. And how can that translate in your life, right? How can that translate in anybody else's life? Think about the same things, right? I'm sure you've got similar things that you're trying to do and you're trying to aspire to do um, specific, uh, you know, maybe it's get out of your job. Maybe it's find a new home. Maybe it's find a spouse or a relationship that that fulfills you, right? Find somebody that has something like that that's beautiful. If you're trying to find a relationship, find somebody that has a relationship that you can mimic, that you can do you want in your life, right? And then spend time around them. You know, you don't even, you don't even have to do, uh, you don't have to like do anything really specific other than just be around, spend time and absorb the love and the energy that they have in their relationship and watch how that will transform into your life, right? It's the same thing with jobs and careers, anything like that. You spend your, you spend time around people that are talking about building a business, getting out of the nine to five, living a life of freedom, having um, financial security. Like if you spend your time around people that think, talk and grow that way, you're going to start to do the same thing yourself, right? Just as if you do the opposite of that and you spend time around people that sit around, are lazy all the time, only play video games, you know, do stuff like that. You're going to start also growing and doing the same kind of things. And you don't want that, right? Or, or, Or maybe you do. And then that's who you spend your time with. I, I don't, but maybe you do, right? And that's just the concept of being able to surround yourself with the energy. So if that's something that you're looking for, if you want if you want that something in your life, surround yourself with those people. Let go of the limiting belief that it is a certain thing that you have to have. It's, a, you, it's the certain way that you're building it inside your head, right? That's the way it has to be. Let go of that. Get rid of it. Because there's probably a lot better opportunities out there that you can't even fathom right now in your head. Things that you can't even come up with that are available to you, but you're holding on to what it has to be so you can put it in a box. And then uh, you're, you're kind of missing out on the really good stuff. So 
let that sink in, let it, let it grow, let it, let it wither, um, let it die if it has to, but I think let that, let that stuff sink in because it, it's very powerful and it's something that shit, as I sit here and talk about it, right? It's something that I'm even recognizing too, just myself that, you know, there's, there's some things that I'm doing that maybe I need to just completely let go of because it could be detrimental, right? If I, if I really wanted a mentor so bad that I follow somebody that's going in a different path than where I want to go, it, it could be detrimental to me as well. And you don't want that, right? You don't want something that's wrong for you. You may think it's what brings you happiness. You may think it's what's right for you, but maybe it's not. Maybe it's not what you need. And you need to be able to recognize that, right? You need to be able to understand that. And I think it all starts with being able to let go of limiting beliefs that we hold for each other. The things that we hold on to in our lives and in our heads. Let go of those things and just let's, let's see how crazy our lives can change when we let go of the perception that we create for ourselves. When we let go of that paradigm that we generate, that we create. When we let go of that, let's watch. Let's see how crazy awesome our lives are going to be when we can let go of those things. I challenge you to do that over the next, I don't know, 30 days. Shit, make it a week. Let's make it tight. Over the next week, let go of things that are challenging to you. Here, do this. This is a um, this is an exercise that we did in the mastermind. Grant said, pull out your pen and paper right now. And you gotta, the thing is, you gotta write this stuff down. It puts, it puts energy into it. So while I'm talking right now, grab a pen and paper. I got one here. I'm actually pulling my list up. Pull out a pen and paper. What I want you to do on this list is I want you to write down three things that you can give up that are limiting you into a specific area, right? That are limiting you to a specific belief there. Let's say that limiting you to a specific belief, write down three things. It can be friends. It can be family. It can be, um, employees in your job. It can be, um, mentors that you think you're supposed to have, right? It can be relationships. It can be, um, specific things that you do, like maybe playing video games or, um, maybe sitting on the couch, you know, after work or maybe waking up late, you know, things like that. Maybe it's food that you eat. Think, write down three things that are limiting beliefs to you, that you, things that you have formulated in your head that you think define who you are and are a part of your life. And you know, ultimately in your head that they're bad for you or they're not getting you to where you want to be. Write them down and then let's commit to once a week, at least every week, we need to give up one of these. Okay. And we'll do that. And if you come with a success story, send it to me on Instagram and I want to hear it because I love hearing the positive feedback from you guys. It's so motivating and encouraging. And then we can even shit. We should create a group about this. If I get enough of them, we'll create a group. Okay. If I get enough of you guys sending me um, DMs and stuff, we'll create a group. And then that creates a big like motivational response from people. So send me a, send me a DM, but I want you guys to do once a week, those three things and over the next three weeks, we're going to let go of three different things that are limiting to us and that are holding us back. I'll share you with one. I've got, um, negative friends and family. I've got my IRA. I'm going to liquidate my IRA because it is not a good thing to have. And I need to invest it in, uh, in things that are successful for me, like my real estate. So I'm being very, very transparent with you guys about what, <laughs> about what I'm doing. You don't have to do this with me, but I'm going to be transparent with you guys about what I'm doing. And then another one is, um, uh, habits and stuff that I have. I, I, I really think if I want to grow and get bigger, I need to eat a lot more. I'm not eating enough food. 
um, in order to grow to the body mass that I want, right? I want to put on a lot of weight and a lot of muscle, and I think I need to consume a shit ton more. So that's a thing that I'm letting go of. I need to let go of the idea that I don't need to eat. I need to force myself that I know if I want to do something, I need to change some lifestyle and do some things different. But I'm going to write that down. And those, are, you know what? Here's another one: PlayStation. I need to sell my PlayStation over the next three weeks. I need to get rid of it, and I need to grow and get to the point where. I'm not spending so much time playing with friends or maybe it's just that maybe it's literally just pack it up and put it away and get rid of it. So there, those are three things that I'll be working on over the next three weeks. So check in with me, hold me accountable, but that's what I'm doing. So you guys hold yourselves accountable and share it with your spouse, with, uh, with a friend of yours, somebody that's close to you, right? And be like, Hey, here's my three things. Even encourage them to write down three things and together over the course of the next three weeks, once a week, get rid of one of those limiting beliefs that you have for yourself and then see how your life and how your world is going to change because you need to stay focused to your goal. And in order to do that, you need to let go of the concepts and the realities that you built for yourself. So. Let's check back in. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. I hope you guys take a lot away from this. I think it can be um, an emotional burden to really grasp and understand and, and wholeheartedly embrace what it means to let go of stuff, what it means to let go of these limiting beliefs of who we are and who we've been, right? And understanding that we can allow bigger and better things in our world if we just let go of the things that are holding us back. And it's so powerful once we do, you'll we'll see how your life changes. So I'm in this journey with you guys. I appreciate you guys tuning in and following me with this. Again, send me an Instagram um, message on uh, at fulfillment underscore podcast. I actually changed it. I'm just going to make this all podcast based. So it's anything the podcast talks about is going to be on the Instagram channel. So it's no longer um, at fulfillment underscore lifestyle. It's now fulfillment underscore podcast. Um, and then with that being said, we'll talk to you guys in the next one. Hope you guys have a great week. We'll see you on Thursday. See ya.